Welcome to the weekly podcast at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church. My name is Doc Hollingsworth. I'm senior pastor of this great congregation, and we're delighted that you've joined us. Our prayer for you is that as you listen to this message, you might feel closer to God and closer to God's hope for you. Friends, it is a joy to be with you virtually, my friends. However, it was David in Psalm 46 who coined these words. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake at its swelling pride. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations made an uproar. The kingdoms tottered. He raised his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come. Behold the works of the Lord who has wrought desolations in the earth. He makes wars to cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot with fire. Cease striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in all the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Cease striving and know that I am God. Friends, for a few moments, I want to give you a contemporary thought to consider. Calm down. It's just traffic. Calm down. It's just traffic. Friends, if you're not from Atlanta, you would believe that Atlanta is known for peaches. Georgia's known for peanuts. You may even think about the Falcons. You may even think about the Braves. But when you live in Atlanta, you find out that Atlanta, in fact, is really known for its traffic. Friends, you can go just about <laughs> any time of the day in Atlanta normally, and find some traffic. But it gets hideous, I mean horrendous, around the times of 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. We like to call that rush hour. You see, rush hour is where people are getting off of work, trying to go home to their very destinations, and it's when you get bumper-to-bumper traffic that it has a tendency to make people commit ungodly actions, People drive on the side of the road. They drive in the HOV lane and they don't have two people in their cars. Or you may even be like me. I confess, you bite your nails. (laughs) You tap on your GPS to see if there are any other alternate routes that can get you to your destination faster. Traffic is stressful. But friends, we incur sometimes even, yes, traffic in our lives. Traffic 
such as inconvenient situations, traffic such as bad doctor reports, traffic such as maybe a shakeup in your finances, traffic as even now to be quarantined in the house, traffic to even some being high school seniors who may not have a graduation ceremony, traffic which is just, ugh. But the thing about traffic and also that it finds a similarity to life is that life is 20% of what happens to you and 80% of how you respond. See, if you don't learn how to deal with traffic, traffic has a way of learning and knowing how to deal with you. And so today, my friends, in your hearing, we just heard from my good brother named David. David has coined a psalm in Psalm 46 that should give us hope even in this time. It goes, and one thing we know about Psalm 46 is we most times know the beginning and we know verse 10. God is our refuge and strength, a ever-present help in the time of trouble. And we know, be still and know that I am God. But in this psalm, if we examine it closely, we will catch up and find some hope even in the midst of troubled times. You see, right here in Psalm 46, we see right here in the beginning that God is present in the tumult. You see, a tumult is a loud, it's a confused noise, especially one caused by a large mass of people. Friends, when we have the tumults of our lives, the troubles, the situations, the circumstance of our lives, may we be reminded of what David told us in Psalm 46. He tells us in the first verse that God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and when the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. What's so awesome right here in verses one through three is that it describes the almighty God being our refuge in times of trouble. See, if we learn that when we experience the tumults of life, the traffic of life, if we learn who to call on, life won't upset our equilibrium so bad. You see, if you call on God, there is no need to fear. But here's the truth. If you call on people, hmm, who knows what could happen? You could have assigned yourself failure. You see, in verses two through three, if we lean into what's going on, it says that God is close. God has everything under control. But the thing about being assured of this fact in the midst of tumult, in the midst of all the traffic scenes of our lives is that we do not like traffic. And sometimes in our life, we have the tendency to magnify traffic, talk about traffic, talk about and complain about problems so much so that we can never be affirmed by the goodness of God. Friends, I want to ask you in this moment, what will you focus on in your moment of quarantine? Will you focus on the goodness of God or will you focus on the situation in itself that's inconveniencing you horribly? Friends, either way, Jesus, God never stops being God. God will continue to be our refuge in the time of trouble. But will you believe it? Because God is present, just like a second grader saying present in class. God is present even in the midst of the tumult. And we need to understand that he's our refuge. 
But not only is God present in the midst of tumult, we see in verses four through seven that God protects in the chaos. Listen to the words that the psalmist says. David says, a river brings joy to the city of our God, the sacred home of the Most High. God dwells in that city. It cannot be destroyed. From the very break of day, God will protect it. The nations are in chaos and their kingdoms crumble. God's voice thunders and the earth melts. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Friends, many of us would say that we believe in God. Truth be told, even those who say that they don't believe in God, if you put them in danger, they say, oh, my God. But the truth is, that's kind of found in most believers is that I hate to upset the equilibrium and step on toes, but sometimes we want something for nothing. See, God never told us that we would not have any chaotic situations. God never told us that there would be no problem. God never even told us that there would not even be a pandemic, but God has promised us that he would protect us in the midst of chaos. God has promised us that he will remain present even in the tumult. But here's the truth. Instead of us wanting something for nothing, I'm inviting each of you to upgrade your faith a bit because the psalmist is telling us that yes, God is He will protect us in the chaos, but what we have to learn to do as believers is to invite him into our situation. That's what verses four and five spell out for us. When it talks about David giving us a picture of a river in verse four, coming into the city of God, and it says that God will protect that city. But yet in verse five, he tells us, it shows us that if we want God to protect us, we have to stop being so prideful. We have to stop believing that we have it all together. We have to stop believing that it's all in our jurisdiction to handle the situation. And we got to go to God like the people just got through singing and say, Lord, I need you. Oh, Lord, I need you. Every hour, Lord, I need you. This is how God protects in the midst of chaos when we learn how to invite him into our situation. But once we invite God into our situation, we have the assurance and affirmation that then God will destroy our obstacles. Listen to what the text says in verse six. It says the nations are in chaos and their kingdoms crumble. God's voice thunders and the earth melts. Friends, what's interesting about a candle is that once the candle wick is burned, once the candle begins to decrease, it hardly, it can hardly ever return back to its original form. Hmm. <laughs> that means that what's going on in the text is he's saying the nations, they're in chaos, they're destroyed. He's saying the things that are happening over here to people that do not find their refuge in God, it will be destroyed. But when you find your refuge in God, hmm. it says that the Lord will speak and the earth will melt. It means that God will protect and the problem will cease. We serve a God that when we literally understand that God is our refuge and strength, we are affirmed, we are assured that God is present in the tumult. We are affirmed and assured that God protects in the chaos. 
But I love what it says in verse 7 when the text says that the Lord of heaven's army is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Even wherever you're watching right now, just say the word fortress. See, that word fortress, it means that something impenetrable is covering you. That means that what's on the outside seeking to destroy you has no access to you. And when I think about this thing, it reminds me of when I used to be in the marching band. I used to play the tuba and the baritone. And sometimes when I was in the marching band, we would sit under other seats sometimes. And even though it would be raining, if you got a good spot when you were in the band, you were right under other seats that even though it was raining on everybody else, it didn't rain on you. Those other seats were made of cement. Those other seats were made of something impenetrable. Those other seats were made me at that time unattainable. This is a picture of what's going on in the psalm. He's saying that the Lord here is our fortress, that he, all problems can be going on. It's so chaotic, it's so much trouble, but guess what? When God is your refuge, trouble may be going on, but trouble does not have full access to you. This is what it means to say that the Lord is your fortress. And so we see here that God is present in the tumult. Let it encourage you. We are firm that God protects in the chaos. Let it encourage you. But here's the truth of the text right here in verses 8 through 11 that tells us God preserves us in our stillness. Look at verses 8 through 11. I promise I'm not lying. The text says, come see the glorious works of the Lord. See how he brings destruction upon the world. He causes wars to end throughout the earth. He breaks the bow and snaps the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel, excuse me, is our fortress. You see this word preserve, it means to keep something in its original state or in good condition. See, sometimes in your life, we like to think that because we're going through a process or experiencing some pain, that God will cause us to lose this time and it will all be for nothing. Friends, I want to really encourage you at the moment to let you know that if you're going through any pain at the moment, the Lord never wastes a painful experience. The Lord in turn will use your pain to be a part of your testimony that will produce power in other people's lives. This is what's going on in the text. He's saying God's going to preserve you in your stillness, meaning that the Lord doesn't need you to do anything except depend. The Lord doesn't need you to do anything except rely. This is why in Psalm 121 verse 7, we are affirmed of this because the text says that the Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. Friends, I want you to know that sometimes we get so prideful to the fact that we believe we need to help God. But God doesn't need our help. He needs our trust. And if we begin to trust God, God begins to work in unimaginable ways and he will preserve us. Here it is in our stillness. Could it be right now that God doesn't want your action, but wants your stillness? 
Could it be right now that even while we're sitting here in the midst of this quarantine season that the Lord is teaching us how to have a Selah moment and just be still? Friends, it's in your stillness that our Savior begins to work. And when we think about calming down, understanding that it's just traffic, the thing about traffic, which is so unique, is that if you're in a traffic jam, bumper to bumper traffic, there is absolutely nothing you can do but wait. And once you wait for a while, somebody that you may not even be able to see is ahead of you clearing the traffic jam out. And all you see is eventually that cars begin to move and what was once a jam becomes free-flowing traffic. Friends, maybe God's telling all of us in this time of quarantine that we need to be still, take our hands off of this, trust God as our refuge, and allow that which we don't see to work on our behalf to ultimately cause us to flow yet again. In traffic, maybe we need to depend more. In traffic, I'm challenging you to make this time productive. Read a book, work out, but do not fall into the pit of despair because God is our refuge. He's our strength an ever-present help in the time of trouble. God is present in the tumult. God protects in the chaos, and God, he preserves us in our stillness. I admit right now I'm anxious. I admit that I'm fearful, but this psalm even helps to encourage me because where I'm fearful, David pushes me to have faith here. And so I say to each of you, that may find yourself in the same boat with me, cease striving and know that God is God. Let's pray. God in heaven, we thank you so much that we have a refuge in you, a mighty fortress that covers us, that even in this chaotic time, you give us hope. God, may we depend on you. May we lean on you. May we find comfort and joy in you that we may calm down because it's just traffic. A sermon in a sentence, the big idea at the moment is simple. It's God is always with you and will fight for you. Friends, if there is any person virtually at this moment that you were unsure before if the Lord really cared about you, if the Lord really would fight for you. And you may have said, man, I did not know those things. Well, here's the truth. God loves you more than you know. And if by chance right now you have not accepted Jesus into your heart, I have an invitation right now to you. If you desire to accept Jesus, just simply say this prayer. I admit that I am a sinner in need of God's love. I believe that Jesus died for every sin that I would or could commit. And I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life.
If you've just prayed that prayer, I want you to go on spdl.org or even in our comment section and let us know your name and how to contact you because our staff wants to celebrate you. But it could be that you say, you know what, I'm not a church person. I just happened to click on this right now and watch this video, but I like what's happening here. I want to let you know we don't all have it together here. We are an imperfect body of believers that serve a perfect God. But if by chance you want to know more about Second Ponce, feel free to drop a comment in the comment section or simply just email us. I promise one of our lovely staff members will contact you. If you need prayer, it's the same request. You just let us know. I know this is a time of uncertainty, but there is hope because God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in time of trouble. I hope that you have had a great time worshiping with us and you have a great rest of the day and week. Thanks for joining us. If you live in the Atlanta area or visiting Atlanta, come and worship with us in person on Sundays at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church.